Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show. Uh, 25 to 30 people are without a home because of a fire that happened around 11 o'clock last night. Kept firefighters busy. Uh, Maple Ridge Apartment Complex near 108th and Maple. Thankfully, everyone got out of the building okay. It took crews over an hour to put the fire out. They had to fight through a roof collapse. Red Cross was on the scene to help people. Uh, firefighters also battled a fire at the Baxter Arena. 11 o'clock last night, a food warmer overheated and caught fire. A security official in the arena noticed a smell, called the fire department. They were able to quickly put out the flames, but they did have to ventilate the arena because smoke made its way through. And an Omaha lawyer is help, uh, helping to defend the accused Creighton killer. Anthony Garcia wants the judge to let a Chicago attorney return to the case. He filed a motion asking for the judge to reconsider his decision to disqualify Allison Mata. Uh, the judge ruled comments that she made about the case to media outlets violated ethics rules and interfered with justice. She can uh, attend the trial, but as of now, cannot speak or sit at the defense table. No word on when the judge may rule on this new motion. The trial is set to begin June 13th. And good news for baseball fans, more baseball action at TD Ameritrade. The Big Ten Baseball Tournament is going to remain in Omaha most of the time over the next several years. Word came yesterday the Big Ten Baseball Tournament was held in Omaha for the first time in 2014 to record crowds. And yesterday's announcements say that the tournament will be held in Omaha from 2018 through 2022. So we got some, mm. some more usage out of uh, the beautiful TD Ameritrade mm-hmm. other than just... College World Series and Creighton games. It's yeah. basically like we're going to get to use the fine china. Like, we've got Thanksgiving now. We used to just do Christmas. <laughs> now we've got Thanksgiving, too. So we're going to we're gonna get the china out twice. I like it. We might just leave it out. Who so knows? not 2017, right? 2017 okay. to, to be announced where that's going to be. All Last right. year, it was in Minneapolis. This year, it's back in Omaha, and that's next month, I believe, May 18th, yeah, be- it exciting. begins. And then you know, we lose it again next year, but then back the for four years after that. Uh, last oh. night, uh, Creighton beat Nebraska down at TD Ameritrade 4-3, to and that snapped a uh, seven straight wins for Nebraska when they met up against Creighton. That's always a great rivalry. So yeah. uh, it swung in the Blue Jays' favor, 4-3. And a good turnout, too, by the way. Yeah, there was uh, 6,880 people down at TD Ameritrade last Holy night. smokes. Have you seen my baseball? <laughs> President Obama is going to decide soon whether to declassify sealed documents that might show a Saudi connection to the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Fox News says it learned late last night from Florida Governor, uh, Senator uh, Bob Graham that the White House is now saying that Obama will decide in the next one to two months whether to make public 28 pages of documents. The Obama and uh, George W. Bush administrations have said unsealing the documents would jeopardize national security. Critics argue that the reluctance is designed to hide Saudi Arabia's involvement in the attacks. Like, how um, would we handle it, basically, as the big yes. supposedly boogeyman? How would the American public handle it? That, that in theory, it would almost be like there was a coup in Saudi Arabia, or like a, a split. 
okay. of those who allowed this thing to happen, that they were like throwing a bone to bin Laden, who was so upset that we put U.S. troops on Saudi soil during Gulf War One. That was such an affront. You know, you can't mm-hmm. have a foreign army on your sacred ground. And it was basically like bin Laden was either going to throw a revolution in Saudi Arabia okay, or will look the other way or there are some levels of... You know, I don't think it was a main official government thing, but there were weird stuff. fingers and yeah. tie-ins, and this was oh. his... Something's you know, and then you on. wonder if there's a fight back the other way of oil squabbles. I don't know, but it would. the theory is, if it's real, it's pretty ugly. I mean, but how can you refute? The majority of all of the 9-11 hijackers were all Saudi, Saudi Arabian Arabia. yeah. citizens. Yeah, they were. I mean, it's definitely a tricky relationship. I think it's sort of like the lesser of all evils of the region. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they're a government that we've been able to work with, that they actually can have civilized conversations with. But the matter is, you know, I mean, it's still the Middle East, and there are going to be people everywhere that disagree and don't like America. Now, the State Department is warning Americans about traveling to Saudi Arabia Arabia ahead of President Obama's visit to the kingdom later this month. There was a warning posted on the State Department website this week, and it's cautioning U.S. citizens to carefully consider the risks of traveling to Saudi Arabia. The warning mentions continued reports of threats against Americans and other Westerners and the possibility of attacks on places popular with Western visitors. The State Department also points out that the ISIS terrorist group directed or inspired attacks on mosques in Saudi Arabia just last year. Now, in the race for uh, president, House Speaker Paul Ryan is repeating he is not running for the job. Uh, In an interview with NBC's Today Show, the Republican gave a suggestion as to who voters should turn their attention to. He said it should be someone who is either still in the running or was running at some point. Now, many in the Republican establishment have reportedly urged Ryan to accept a push to become the nominee as the prospect of a contested Republican convention in July grows. Now, Republican National Committee Chairman that Rice Priebus, he is apparently fed up with Donald Trump's complaining. Priebus said in a tweet yesterday that the party's nomination process has been known for more than a year and that it's the responsibility of campaigns to understand it. Priebus tweeted, quote, complaints now? Give us all a break. Now, Trump said on the CNN town hall that he attended yesterday that he knows the rules very well, but that the process is stacked against him by the party establishment. And it turns out that it was professional hackers who helped the FBI crack an iPhone belonging to one of the San Bernardino shooters. There are reports that the FBI paid hackers who discovered at least one software flaw in the phone that belonged to Syed Farouk. That would uh, be great to know how to how to hack stuff. Hey, did I they know. find anything? What was on there? Just Burke picks? Burka? They didn't. I Some mean, hot they Burke haven't. Picks? Come on, what's Send me a Burke pick. Come on. Send me a Burke pick. She's like, I'm not showing you my wrist. That's so hot. Um, oh yeah, I guess sources say that the hackers used the flaw in the software and then they created hardware that let investigators get past the four-digit personal ID number without triggering the feature that would have swiped the whole phone and erased all the data. Now, they were reportedly paid a one-time flat fee for their services, so it was like a one-off. They aren't on retainer. It was just a, like a, like a gun-for-hire deal um, that I'm sure Apple would love to know. And none of us it. know, right? We don't nope. know? They don't nope. know nothing. Nope. I wonder if the code was 7777. Just something simple, easy. Something stupid. Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg has a 10-year plan to connect billions of people to the Internet. 
Zuckerberg laid out his plan in a keynote speech to the social networking giant's F8 Developers Conference in San Francisco yesterday. His plan includes using lasers and drones to make the Internet available to everyone everywhere and using virtual reality to bring together people who are on different sides of the planet. I thought what was creepy is I've seen Batman versus Superman, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, Jesse Eisenberg has now played... Mark Zuckerberg right. uh-huh. in the Facebook movie, and now he's played Lex Luthor. And his, his speech yesterday <laughs> seemed more like Lex Luthor. The or Mark Zuckerberg, you mean. Oh, oh, gotcha. So that's what he sees. In huh? the movie, Jesse Eisenberg's character as Lex Luthor gives these mm-hmm. big, bold things, and he knows the future of technology that no one else really understands. And he gets very frustrated in his speeches because people can't follow him. Okay. Like, oh, you're so stupid. That's- you're like ant people. Like, um, because it seemed like a lot of Zuckerberg was saying was like, okay, these are just ideas. Crazy big picture stuff. Maybe he's just throwing out those ideas because everyone else, you know, Google and Amazon and all that. So he's drones, just drones everywhere. Is yeah, it, well, like the drones would hover so that it would allow like wh- like there would be continued coverage. Like the idea would be the drones would be hotspots. So in areas where there is no way to get, you know, Facebook. a tower out there or cables out there to have the Internet, they would use drones as sort of like a mobile hotspot for those regions. I don't necessarily think that's a good thing. I don't necessarily know how, I mean, a world where there's no way of hiding from the Internet seems sort of, I mean, inevitable, but spooky at the same time. Yeah, you no, can't get away. Right. Now there, uh, it's so interesting. Yesterday was like a big like he doesn't want you to evil get away. genius day. If it was like an evil genius type of plot, but a group led by astrophysicist Stephen Hawking is laying out a plan to send probes to a nearby star system. It's Uranus. Called, <laughs> Uranus. <laughs> no. Finally, party's dreams coming true. Alpha Yay. Centauri probes to Uranus. They're sending probes to Alpha Centauri. It's called Breakthrough Starshot, and it's a project that would aim laser beams at tiny spacecraft called nanocraft to propel them to Alpha Centauri 4.3 light years away. How high are these people? They've got not only do they have the know-how, <laughs> they've got the bank. Uh, Russian billionaire, this Yuri Milner, he is writing a personal $110 million check. He's and spending $110 million to send these miniature space probes. We're going to shoot laser beams yes. with the spaceships inside of the laser beams. And didn't Stephen Hawkins once say, we better not, I mean, we don't want to find aliens because we're not going to like what happens when we do. I mean, yeah, but now he's, he's got more nothing afraid to lose. of, he's not afraid of aliens anymore. Stephen Hawkins is more afraid of the robots. Artificial intelligence. Yeah. Uh, So because of their size, the little postage stamp probes would only need like 20 years to make the trip. The fastest spacecraft currently in existence would need 30,000 years, just to give you some perspective on how much quicker this little nano ship could be. Um, And a complete the 25 trillion, 25 trillion mile voyage. Now, the group made the announcement on the 55th anniversary of the first human space flight. But so, this wouldn't be a human space flight. Nope. This is just so the Nanocraft. future is just robot flight. Yeah. What if we could mix in the Alexander Payne movie and send a <laughs> tiny Matt Damon? There we go. Matt Damon. <laughs> now you've got The Martian meets It sounds cool. Downsized. It's going to be designed like a butterfly with a processor and a camera. Maybe you could be riding the butterfly. Yeah, space. Yeah, like a tiny cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little cowboy. He's so cute. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm going to put Matt Damon in my pocket. He's so cute. Oh, man. Speaking of pocket size, help. Uh, a UK foreign office has hired a cat to wage war on the mice inside its buildings. The BBC is reporting that this cat, his name is Palmerston, and he's been given the title of Chief Mouser. I hope his claws are sharpened <laughs> daily. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's going to be part of the HM Diplomatic Service's newest arrival and is in the role of FCO Chief Mouser, and he's going to assist pet control, pest controllers in keeping down the number of mice in their building. Uh, I guess Palmerston's domestic posting will have zero cost to the public. I guess he'll just earn his keep in catching mice. There you go. Now, did you say that the city of Chicago has announced a war on rats? Yes, the city of Chicago has finally announced their war on rats. It's been all over the media here. Um, There's a real ratito. How big are these rats, Population? Oh, they're city-sized rats, and they are not afraid. Like, you could stand in the street and be like, hey, like banging noise and whatever, and they'd just look at you like, what are you going to do, old man? Like, they are street city rats. They do not care. They do not give a fig about who you are. And it's just, That's I guess with all the constriction. unnerving. I, yes. I can't stand rats. It's their tails that freak me out. Yeah, they're like worms. Yeah. Like, Isn't that who uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles battle against? Is, yeah. Is giant rats? No, I thought oh, their leader no. was a giant rat. L- What's leader's his a name? giant rat. Yeah. yeah. Sphincter. His name is not Sphincter. Stop it, Uranus. <laughs> you got all the space talk on your brain. Making y'all weird. <laughs> that is your that is your news update on almost number one in music station channel ninety four one. All right. You know why they don't uh, aren't planning on uh, putting any civilization on Uranus, right? What it's gassy? It's really gassy. Is it? Are you really gassy? Gassy molassy. His name is Splinter. Splinter, not Sphincter. That's very cool. Jerk. So. I mean, yes, but no. Splinter. <laughs> the only thing you can really enjoy on your ride to work. The Big Party Show. It gets me going. Start the music. On Omaha's number one, one hit music, music station. Man, we went golfing yesterday with our buddy Joe. Oh, yeah, it was a good time, at man. At the uh, lovely... Flatview. Uh, Flatview Country Club. But uh, we're very jealous because he's going to Maui with his lovely, lovely oh. wife. Yeah. yeah. And man... Maui is a dream vacation. This is one of the four choices in Pick Your Prize. So we're going to get a qualifier, but one of the trips is a trip for two. I mean, yes. you're talking about romance. Ma- Molly did her honeymoon. honeymoon. And I have yet to, to go ever. there. That's where I got to swim with a shark cruise past me. Right. Didn't poop my wetsuit. <laughs> that time. That, that time. <laughs> the other time that was just time. an accident. Right? It was the other time, but was, that was... That was an accident. That was just accidents happen. <laughs> Oopsie. So you too uh, could nearly poop in the ocean. I can't wait. Or go to Disney World for four. Or go. take a $5,000 shopping spree from Nebraska Crossing Outlets. Or take 5000 cash from Mutual First Federal Credit Union. Hello, who's this? Leon. Leon. Ooh, the fog is getting thicker. Uh, and Rian's getting larger. larger. <laughs> He's like, I hate you guys so much. Tell me I want something. You <laughs> want $100. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. What do you do for a living, Leon? I'm in sales. Okay. All right. All right. What are you selling these days? How's it going? It's going pretty well. I sell safety supplies, personal protection equipment. Personal yeah, protection equipment? Like what? Yeah. Like gloves, hard hats, ball protection. Oh, okay. That stuff. All right, yeah, like hard hat, like we're in a hard hat zone now. You've got to throw it on. 
All right, um, hundred bucks. What would you pick out of the of the uh, pick your prizes? Uh, it'd be tough. I think I'd have to pick the cash though. The cash, yeah, really? A smart move, I guess. Wow, a lot of people are grabbing cash if they have the opportunity. Yeah, that's funny. Federal Credit Union cash, five grand. Okay. All right. Well, hold Leon, on hopefully line. we draw your name, dude. I but know, in the my meantime, friend. $100. That'd be great, thanks. All right, hold on, buddy, okay? Wake up, wake up. Get up. I love the morning show. You guys pump me up. You get me ready for the day. I love the music, the personality. Wake up. Help you start the day right. So the jacket worn by Harrison Ford in the latest Star Wars installment, The Force Awakens, it was auctioned off, uh, and it was through an online site, if only, and uh, I guess it caught $191,000. God, that's a lot of money. Proceeds from the sale are going to be donated by the actor to uh, the NYU Medical Center and then the Faces Foundation, which funds research for epilepsy. I guess he uh, recently revealed his 25-year-old daughter, Georgia, suffers from epilepsy, and so it's become like a really... Um, a, a big passion project for him to help with the research. Wow, so uh, almost $200,000 wow, yes. for one article of clothing. Yeah, the jacket, uh, it had more than 50 bidders. Um, it started at 15000 It was the subject of a bidding frenzy at one point in the final moments. $191,000, though, is what it finally what it finally gained. I mean, he's got a pretty cool jacket. <laughs> Who's gonna, is he going to wear you got to wear it. If you spend that money, you got to wear it. That, or do you just put it in one of those plexiglass boxes? Like if you're like a cool, I, I always to wear think it of once. no. I think you take it out in public. Obviously, this is a terrible idea, right? Um, but because you you're wearing a house out. on your back, but at the same time, I know what you mean. I just always think. Remember the movie Vanilla Sky? Yeah, where he had that cool installment in the beginning of his apartment, where it was like the shattered guitar, like somebody shattered a guitar and he bought it, or whatever, and it had it like behind museum glass. Mm-hmm. I always think that looks so cool. Like you've got to be a total, you've got to be a total player, like to be able to have that kind of money. Where you're like, yeah, my house is a museum. You know, I just have all sorts of weird stuff, like Han Solo's jacket. I know, but couldn't you? <laughs> what's the difference aesthetically? You could probably put a lot of fake stuff, and it would yeah. still have the same. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. like go to go to Hard Rock Cafe, uh-huh. Dubuque, Iowa, right. and you're like, how much of this stuff is legit? Yeah, I mean, it is it's <laughs> open for like, the taking. Really, the one in really, Sioux City. Yeah, the Hard Rock. I don't want to hurt anybody. That's what's in Dubuque. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, you're right, Jeff. I can actually, we can actually go buy guitars, fake sign it, whatever records and. And put it behind glass. No one's going to know till you die. And they go to try to sell it. And they're <laughs> like, oh, your dad was a, total, a terrible liar. Your dad was <laughs> like, a I fraud. Like, I knew it! I always want fraud. them to th- know that I'm a fraud after I'm dead. <laughs> Even it's in so death, much easier. Even in yeah. death, dad proved to be a complete beep. I mean, yeah. So uh, that was uh, $200,000. Not bad. I can find... This was the Han Solo vest? Is that what it was? The yeah. jacket that the he jacket. wore uh, in uh, The Force Awakens. The leather jacket. I thought that thing was sweet. Since I can get you right now... Yeah. Ooh, the vest. Star Wars Han Solo black vest, 48 bucks on Amazon. <laughs> I'm sure I'll put it's that behind glass. Deal. Put it up on the glass. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. And just Spray lie to people who come over. Yeah, that's the authentic vest. <laughs> that's like, from the first Star Wars. So <laughs> full of it. You know, we can get a big clump of hair and say we got that from uh, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. 
Yeah, get it from, uh, let's go to buy a supercut. That's a bunch of red hair. I was going to say, that'd be great if it wasn't even like the same, even in the ballpark of the same color as Chewbacca's hair. Have a clump in in the glass case and be like, no, that's Chewbacca's hair. Please do not touch it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Bono testified before Congress on the importance of refugee aid. But one of the things that he's talking about, and this is all the whole crisis in Syria and all the people that have been displaced and um, trying to you know, make an argument on, uh, on Capitol Hill to do more to help. But uh, one of the things that he urged members of Congress was to think about the fact that we could combat terrorism with comedy. Little yucky yuckaha. Send in the Amy Schumer, the Chris Rock, and the Sasha Baron Cohens of this world. And go ahead and laughter on the streets is saying that that's the best way to combat um, the the fear. Because she's got everything right? else. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. That and he, everything. You know, that's yeah. how we should combat everything. Laugh and it's you know face. They're, they're not. It, it, terrorism is is um, it's not a military plan. You know, no terrorism. No, it's just it, it it's a war of ideas. You know, there's and mm-hmm. and fear. They're trying to scare you. So. Having a sense of humor and being like, we won't be scared. Right. Like the Charlie Hebdo. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And to think that those guys actually died. Can you yeah. believe that? I what? know. That that's happened in the modern area, you know, arena, whatever, that these guys were able to get in there. Man. Yep. It's just... ISIS. So, ISIS. Uh, ben Affleck, it was confirmed yesterday by Warner Brothers that the uh, A-list star is not only going to play Batman, but direct the standalone Batman film that they have in the works. Um, it is uh, just rolling off the success of the Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice that's in theaters now. He's pretty busy, though. Word that Affleck was developing a Batman movie comes after it surfaced that he's also going to appear as Batman in the upcoming Suicide Squad that's going to be hitting theaters this summer and also the two Justice League films. So he's going to be donning that bat suit quite a bit in the next few years. God, he's, I mean, I wonder if uh, uh, Christian, who was the uh, last guy, Bale? Christian Bale. I, wish, I wonder if he knew that this was going to be happening on this level. He didn't want it. You know. He I mean, walked that's away. a whole lot of Batman. Yeah, I think that that's why. I mean, he when he did that third one, he's like, I'm done. God, like, I, I mean, it wasn't didn't. for lack of them wanting. I mean, they would have absolutely gone back to that ATM. I we'll have, we'll have, so the future will be uh, Affleck and Jared Leto. I, 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 he's got a tiny cameo in Suicide Squad, right? Yes, yeah. 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 So there's going to be that. Uh, Blake Shelton is reportedly ready to pop the question to his girlfriend and voice co-star Gwen Stefani. Get I know that you here. love this story. I knew it. Get out of here. <laughs> Cutest couple. They're going to get married on a mountain. <laughs> With unicorns. She's going to ride in on a unicorn. Uh, after five whirlwind months of dating, uh, sources are saying that Blake could propose to Gwen very soon. Um, Gwen is everything he wants. And with Gwen, Blake has the family life he'd hoped for with Miranda, but never had. And Gwen's kids love him as much as she does. Jeez, did you <laughs> You're grossing me out. Did you see Miranda Lambert at the CMA Awards? Oh, that right. is the heartbreak breakup diet. Oh, you bet. She now she thin. looks great. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? That's terrible. No. terrible. no, cause she oh no, she just looks great. No, you it's know? called sad. No, she looked great. No. Is this the one time Molly's not going to say a woman looks great because she's too skinny? Only if it's Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner, she's, she's, so brave. she's a national treasure. She's so brave. Um, 
no, but you you see that I've I mean we we've all been there. I've got tons of gal pals, and we've talked about it. Where it's like you just go on a steady diet of no eating and lots of cigarettes and just insomnia because your heart's broken and you just get rail thin, and you're like, no, I'm totally dealing with. That's got to take a year off your life or something. Oh. It's got to take some time off. Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't think I've ever lost weight due to a breakup. It's as sad as that. I just keep feeding. <laughs> like I just eat my feelings. Um, oh, I have. You I've have. Gotten, like, have it. I? Like, yeah, you got thin. You after. get weird. You don't eat. You You're like, I forgot to I eat, eat yesterday. Ate today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm doing so great. Like I ate yesterday. And I went for a walk, and I didn't listen to the Smiths back to back all day. That's just, all of that is is proof that like love is a drug. Yeah, is it not? It's definitely if it's love. Yeah, and I, I mean it's chemical. There is a chemical, and when with the with the withdrawal of that comes a lot of a lot of things. I mean, well, it depends though. It doesn't really have to be love. It could be something as easy as. Um, losing something, you know what I mean? Like you, you trusted someone, maybe they cheated on you, and then now you're like, "Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm gay today." <laughs> this is a little too close now, to home. Do you think you and Wileen will ha- ever have a love as strong as Blake and Gwyneth, uh, or Blake and Gwen Stefani's? It's stronger, really, oh, because good they've answer. only been in a five whirlwind wow. month dating relationship, and they're already talking about M A R R I A G. Oh boy, here we go. Marriage. He answered the question. You correctly. did very well. You did Blake, very well. Blake and Gwen's is fake. It's uh. I threw it, this in for you. It's the marriage of. I mean, it's the uh, honeymoon stage. I mean, of course, everything's great and fun and dandy. Well, it's they haven't had a chance going. to get real yet. They better you know? get going because he's thirty nine, she's forty six, and according to sources, Blake wants kids of his own, and Gwen is willing to try. Hmm? Why are why are you guys hating? I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying it like this because I know it makes him crazy. It makes him absolutely for whatever reason this relationship makes him absolutely completely and reasonably bananas. I never realized that. I didn't know that Gwen Stefani was going to get famouser again. Yeah. You know I what know. I mean? Like I thought she had peaked. Yeah, she's done. I'm oh, mad no. that I gave away my autograph. You had Gwen Stefani poster. You I dummy. gave it to the downstairs neighbor as of I felt bad for us making so much noise and playing rock band until four in the morning. <laughs> he told me one time he was like, I love Gwen Stefani. You're like, I think I got something I around like, here somewhere. Really? That's your thing? You should have gave him the panic. He was you a have. creepy old guy. Well, and really? so I was like, I went and was like, there you go. Autograph you do not want that back. Oh my God, what is he doing to that thing? You do not want that back. He does, yeah, it's. I'm just saying. Who knows? Do not. <laughs> he want squatted that back. over it. <laughs> you don't want it back. The Big Party Show. So wake me up. Because you know I'm all about that morning. About that morning. Channel 941.